Hey guys, welcome back to the feature. You're about to listen to the second half of the conversation we had with our special guest, Emilio. I hope you enjoy. So I've always been curious, like how did you two become friends? I knew him. Okay, so just like, you know, most people I hang out with still, I know them from school. And like, I knew Emilio, he had his own set of friends. I had my own set of friends. Like I knew of him, I had him in a couple of classes, but we're actually second cousins yeah but i didn't i never knew that till like way later on that's lockhart for you (laughs) yeah because his 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 last name or or stratton but your your dad is wattis which is my grandma they're all wattises but like i like i never grew up like knowing like that was my cousin until like way later and um after school uh you know he he ended up getting a job at christ market and that's where we actually started hanging out and talking and just like James, so it's kind of like you see them all the time. So you, so the Marqueta. Yeah, the Marqueta, yeah. which is why I have the my YouTube channel is Marqueta Employee. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that place. Uh-huh. Company man over here. But obviously, I mean, if you listen to his podcast, he had a totally different experience than me. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, you seem to be set. So, how, how was it working together? Would y'all like kick it and just shoot the shit? Uh, I was in the at the time. I was in the pit area, and you was in the dining room. So yeah, every now and then you text me like, "Tell me why." Oh yeah, <laughs> tell, tell me why we got this riffraff over here going on over here, and then we got you. Uh, like you, like you'd be watching me, like yeah. you know, bust my ass and and shit and. I think I've always been like that. I've always been kind of like an instigator at work. I'm like, because I, I feel like I work hard, but I'm too scared to say something. So I always find like a little, I always find someone to go like vent to that someone that's going to go say something. Oh, I love instigating. Which I want to shout out to my boy, David Busby. <laughs> cheat, 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 motherfucker. Pot. Oh, I do, dude. Everyone knows. They, they, everyone at work knows I'm an, they like tell me, they're like, you're a fucking instigator. And I'm like, I know. Oh, yeah. I was like, I just like to go and like stir the pot and then walk away and just fucking be there with my popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> watching the, watching the, the, the train wreck happen. Yeah. Uh, but, so oh, but that's great. cool, man. That's, um, but I mean, to be fair, I, I didn't, I, a lot of people think that just because, like my uncle was like the general manager. Like I didn't have it easy either, because he, I don't think so. I mean, because a lot of times, no, I don't know. like when I first started working there, it was like, hey, he would like not pick on me, but like be like, hey, look, I'll I'll get mad at him just to show that I'll get mad at you too. You know, it's like just because he's family doesn't mean that I'm I'm not gonna get after him. Oh, so he might he might have gone even harder on you. Seemed like sometimes it like that's why a lot of times, I don't know. I just did. That's where I learned just to just do my job. Because I knew like it would it, come back on me easily, or uh, or uh, a couple of the other guys, they they'd be quick to be like, "Hey, where's your nephew? Where's your nephew?" And I'm like, "God, <laughs> dang!" Dude. Just talking shit. Yeah. Like, so then when I showed up, he's like, "Hey, dog, you know, you're later." Yeah. Right? <laughs> clock, just just go back home. Like, damn. Okay. <laughs> so, but that I mean, I did see the stuff that he talks I'd be about. Like, come on, Theo. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, he pulled me like, well, I asked him like what the fuck like why are you why are you being shitty to me and um you know like there's all this else look like this dude who fucked my chick dog you know and he he said that 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 he's like those guys they're not gonna go anywhere like Uh he basically told me that i have a lot damn he's all pointing at edward (laughs) (laughs) he basically told me that that he saw potential in me and that's why he was uh fucking um you know 
taking it harder on me. Mm. But really, I just think that was just like a little sociopath mood to keep me in line uh, and, and not fucking pissed off anymore. Yeah, I mean, it could have um, been. I have no idea. Because you know, I really think that he was just petty and it was just fucking with me. Uh, I mean, it's uh, possible. Like I said, I mean, like I said, I, I had a different experience than you, but I also had my own issues with that place. Yeah. But, I mean, but to be honest, that place, it, it kind of made me like, um, it kind of made me tough for like other jobs mm-hmm. because like, you know, leaving there, you, you know, you're, you're in 120 degree, you know, heat all the time. Yeah. And then I went to go work in an office with carpet, you know, business like, <laughs> and I mean, then also there you work like, Central yeah, you work like 12 or 14 hour shifts. And then you go work an eight hour shift making the same amount of money in a, you know, AC, like I said, carpet desk and all that stuff is like, mm-hmm. it, it makes you realize like, wow, there's way better stuff out there. Oh yeah. So, and also like the guys I and worked with, way it, worse stuff. Yeah, there is, but I'm just like, but like the, also the guys we worked with, like they were quick to like, just like pick on you and you know make you man up. So now it's like when you know when I, where I work now, like really like thick. Yeah, your skin. pretty now much. You do the picking uh, on. No, I just do my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right after there, I got into like warehouse work, and I that's what I really enjoy doing. I just uh, I have a knack for uh, maintaining inventory and then uh, mm-hmm. uh, shipping and receiving uh, practices. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, inventory, and quality control. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I mean, I'm good at it. And then I'm I'm a ninja on the forklift, so yeah, uh, I'm not slamming yeah. in the fucking freezer doors or anything. Oh man, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's who did that? That's a, like uh, you know Richard. <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah do i know well, I, don't, I didn't know like okay i didn't know how well you knew him i just didn't know if you knew that that was yes james. i know dick okay i didn't know if you just knew him as james's friend or like actually hung out oh, with i know him, him as bitchard <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've heard that float around <laughs> yeah they were trying to teach him the forklift and he like left the forks up and like fucking pushed the wall out from the freezer god damn and so how much was, did that cost to fix they nothing because they went around to the other side and pushed it back in god damn oh well, that's man. interesting i don't know unless oh i mean i know y'all did the podcast there i don't know if you ate there but if you didn't know now they ha- i didn't realize it now they have forks now they have barbecue sauce yes and Everything. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, we're talking about Kreitz Market in Lockhart, Texas, which was famous for just straight up meat and a piece of paper, and that's all you'd fucking yeah, eat on. Yeah. Like they had uh, no sides, there right? Was, there was a sign: yeah. no credit cards, no sauce, no forks, mm-hmm. um, no uh, no pitching. Or, I know no it, salads. Yeah. yeah, and now I'm pretty sure there's no sign, no yeah. 401k, <laughs> no 401k. Cause, cause like I remember. It. <laughs> No insurance. <laughs> no benefits. <laughs> no yeah. breaks. You get a one-week vacation. Uh, yeah, either, either, uh, and then they'll yeah. make you feel guilty for taking it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like most places, dude. Yeah. For, like, I got shit on because the only time I used my vacation was uh, when my son was born. Um, I wanted to be there the first mm-hmm. week of his life um, and, uh, you know, help... Why? My ex. Uh, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sick. You're a father who wants work. to be there for his kids. Yeah. Fuck uh, you, nah. Exactly. <laughs> you need to be here and work, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah like, te- like one of one somebody had said. Technically, he's he's only getting uh, part time hours, so he shouldn't get a vacation at all. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> that's sorry, dude. Dude, I, I, dude, that's how like 
like every like every job i've had and like you know my current one is like when you take off people give you shit for it and it's like why like those are my like i have paid time off like i'm allowed to fucking like take the day off that's what that's there for but like people give you shit they're just like day off oh (laughs) dude you know what i started doing like i don't give a fuck anymore like i I, and and i feel like this is like get with age like the older i get the the less fucks i start to give (laughs) (laughs) yeah no really like i love it and uh, that's why like you see those old motherfuckers who are just like 80 years old and dude they don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. no but um what i started doing is like because i get dude like you know whatever i like i know i like i i I complain about my job you know uh it's got its negatives but it also has its positives and one of the awesome things about that place is dude i get like fucking like almost like a month and a half off like at the beginning of the year boom i have like six weeks off what the fuck yeah it kicks in every um as soon as january first hits boom six weeks on my uh whatever that i could use that's awesome yeah it is uh and i mean i get um, a little bit of vacation every paycheck yeah um, some yeah I, I, I think it it stops at like um it accumulates 60 or, or 80 hours mm-hmm. i can't remember oh dude i have like 180 i don't know it's it's crazy dude it's ridiculous but um so <laughs> I, what i what i started doing was i was like and and i don't i don't really call in or take off a lot anyways every now and then i'll, I'll take a day or, or two here um but then what i started doing is like you know what i'm gonna save up because you know christmas time comes around and you're only working like you're off christmas so you get like the day before the day after or whatever and so you're only working like two or three days that week and and then new year's like uh the holidays like they you know you slow down Mm -hmm. like a lot no not us uh, no we we get busy yeah what kind of warehouse do you work at? Well, it's a golf company, so um, a lot of people are actually sending in. A lot of, like, golf courses aren't operating during uh, wintertime, so they're sending us all their, like, rental stuff, all their product that they, and shit that they, they I, don't need anymore. I guess, like, in, in, in my industry, um, they, they slow down on ordering from us because... Um, <clears throat> You know, it's a year in inventory. Right. And then, you know, you're going to sit on that and then you're going to have to pay taxes on it and all that. So they want to keep it uh, as as small as possible. Uh, so for us, it's just like dead. De- yeah. yeah. No, we're the opposite. Like, uh, I'd say around like um, September, October comes around and then we're just like busy, do, 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 like, like slammed busy. But like I said, I don't give a fuck. So what I started doing is just like, I like I don't take a lot of days off anyways to begin with. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I save at least two weeks for the end of the year. And I'm just going to fucking take the holidays off. So for the, la- the last two years, I've been like off for like, because with all the days, the already paid holidays that you get off, mm-hmm. it turns out to be like, I get almost like up to a month off. <laughs> of with my you know like five or six days that i throw in there for my mm-hmm. pto damn man and i don't care i put it in early i'm just like like fucking summertime i'm like hey doop email my boss like these are my days off for this this year and i just make sure i, I have those by the end of the year and i'm off <laughs> and everyone everyone talks shit but you know what i'm fucking sitting at home watching movies <laughs> and i don't give a That's fuck great. i just uh i just requested a day off uh for the 26th not for uh the avengers premiere but like my son has a field trip mm-hmm. and that's really the only time i'll call out for work um or, where are you uh, going uh i think the state park in san market or in lockhart oh like san marcus yeah no i'm sorry I was, yeah um yeah it 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 sucks like uh 
being being the only person that knows how to do certain things mm-hmm. like there's a, a lot of prep work that goes along with uh oh so it's kind of like a small it. warehouse in oh yeah oh, okay well, okay I mean, no, it's, it's a big warehouse but uh it's a small crew gotcha uh, how, many, got, how, how many workers do y'all have i've got one guy that works uh under me mm-hmm. um literally or figuratively <laughs> <laughs> you know i give him the old one too don't make edward jealous <laughs> <laughs> i fucking uh we have uh okay so we have um like five people in the office mm-hmm. uh two warehouse guys and then like uh five guys that do mobile what we do is uh we supply uh canning materials to craft breweries uh, so we have mobile crews that go out to the breweries and can the beer for, for them there. Um, and then we also have machinery in-house. So like if, uh, if uh, a local brewery comes and they just have like a small batch or whatever, they'll, they'll come in and we'll can it for them in-house. Cool. Um, but yeah, we're running out of space, man. And hopefully soon we're, we're uh, going to move into a larger uh, warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to that because I can. I'm pretty much in charge of like uh, designating areas for materials and like uh, supplies and um, how it's going to be. You know. Well, that's I, good, and you like it, right? Oh yeah, that's. I mean, I, I love that. Like, um, um, I used to. I, I used to go through like uh, reports and shit and like calculate like uh, lead time and usage and like projected sales and and all that and and then pretty much designate or like a, a lot enough space for for this certain thing and then um, then I would establish like a predicate stock uh, level that <clears throat> which is basically a reorder point. Um, and it's gotcha. it's fun like I, there's a lot of different elements to it that mm-hmm. i just it, it keeps me entertained yeah uh, that's that's good yeah. i mean like if you're keeps you entertained and you like it that's mm-hmm. what's important so what so do you I, hate about it <laughs> uh the customers that show up like unexpected uh they're like oh yeah we just put in an order like five minutes ago and then i pull it up and i'm like well you haven't paid for it yet so <laughs> i can't like let you take it and then and then it'll be something like that we don't have uh Mm -hmm. readily available that i have to put together um it's just it's rough so uh we're gonna go ahead and (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and transition into the uh featured film which is clerks written and directed by kevin smith this film had a twenty thousand dollar budget and how much is that in today's money I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he maxed out credit cards and borrowed, like, yeah, borrowed, borrowed money. money. From his parents, uh, just to get this done. And it's a, it was a uh, true tour de force in the uh, independent filmmaking realm. Um, I heard that the so the the Weinstein company actually um, bought it at whatever. I think it was like it made it to Sundance. I think. Yeah, I think so. And they bought it, but. Um, I don't think it was Harvey Weinstein. I think it was the other brother. It was Harvey. Oh, it was Harvey. Yeah. So he had started watching it and he was just like, man, I don't like this. And he left. And somebody was like, no, dude, you need to f- watch this movie. Like watch it all the way through. And so he watched it all the way through and he was like, actually, I do like it. And so they ended up buying it and, you know, doing a distribution deal with them. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I wonder how many movies are out there that no one saw interest in that are really good. Uh, just go look at my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just look, like, and share. <laughs> and uh, um, Edwards too. When yeah. all that, when all that shit down, 
shit went down with uh, Harvey Weinstein, man, Kevin Smith was all torn up. Like, he just... He wants, like, nothing to do. Like, he wants mm-hmm. to set himself apart. Yeah, you don't want to be associated that. with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, like, we, he, even even his residuals from Clerks, he he's donating to, uh, like, uh, women's shelters or, oh, or, or some kind of uh, some kind of charity that helps women um, who have been, like, abused or, and, and yeah. stuff like that. So. That helps Hollywood actresses who have been abused by the <laughs> sexual producer <laughs> predator. No, no, not, not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so Clerks started off um, right away. It's very nitty gritty. It's in black and white. I think it's shot on sixteen millimeter. That's what deterred me from that. Really, like it took me so long to watch it, just uh, to, to actually like sit down and attempt to watch it mm-hmm. because it was in black and white, and I just don't enjoy that. Um, I well, I do now, um, but I, at the time I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, th- I was uh, uncultured, unlearned. <laughs> I think I got into it because of the Jane Silent Bob movie because I liked it. Yeah, and then I was like learning about Kevin Smith, and I was like, oh, oh, there's other movies with Jane Silent Bob, and like I don't know, it was just kind of cool this whole like universe concept. So then I think I, I think I went backwards. I was like, mm. Jane Silent Bob, Mall Rats, <laughs> Chasing Amy. <laughs> clerks and then i was like yeah. oh and by the time i got to clerks i liked it i was like oh this is good clerks too you could see you could see the um like like you were saying earlier the the quentin tarantino dialogue or that that really heavy dialogue format mm-hmm. you can see like um really raw pieces of of uh i guess his stamp in that movie that he took and refined and, and put it I like each one he kept getting better and better at, oh yeah as he made them mm-hmm. yeah I, I love it so much this one like it's just the the vocabulary that they use uh, mm-hmm. like uh she um when she breaks up that cigarette mob you oh know, yeah she calls them automatons yeah <laughs> like that's fucking awesome like i mean people don't really talk. well i don't know because it was in the 90s you know yeah. and, well i and, i don't think people even then i don't think people talk like that but with, that's like pretentious you know yeah like intellectuals would you but know? that's a testament to uh their acting because they are they're not they're virtually non-actors right mostly yeah. yeah and i think you know for those lines they delivered them pretty well mm-hmm. yeah um especially the main character uh um, even the guy selling the dante julie's gum Brian or Hallie. That dude was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was, what a dick, though. Like, he's like, can you can you drink that coffee outside? This is your lung. Here. Yeah. <laughs> he's all, oh, man, what's that? <laughs> this? This is your lung. So the movie starts off with uh, Dante, like, fucking in his closet upside down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, he just rolls out. <laughs> like, James getting ready to go to Kreitz. <laughs> the, phone, the phone rings, and he's just like, oh. He's he's just got this whine in his voice. Yeah, because I'm fucking tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> I he's closed last night. He's not a very masculine character. No, he's not. He's and kind of whiny and you yeah. know like I have to do this. To be here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so he goes to work. He go. So he gets called into work, which everyone fucking on your day off, which nobody ever wants. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, he works at a. Um, he pulled the all nighter for them. Yeah, <laughs> he works at a uh, convenience quick, store. Quick convenience store, and I think it was genius what Kevin Smith did because um, he had access to the store 
at night when it was closed Mm -hmm. but he wanted to film you know he wanted the film to take place during the course of a day so he came up with the concept oh the lock had there was gum jammed in the locks so that's why he kept the 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 whatever the blind the metal yeah Yeah. the metal shutters i didn't know that yeah he kept them down that's why they're down the whole movie because they were filming at night the whole time inside the store was at night yeah and there's a couple of scenes like when they're talking about the idiot customers you know and the guy's like do you have a hubcap for a 71 something or whatever oh, yeah. you know uh, he opens the door and you can see it's just pitch black outside. oh really i didn't i never noticed mm-hmm. that yeah. i'm gonna have to go look at that <laughs> no um, but yeah that's that's just uh that's that's just testament to his um like i guess you could say like the the genius of or being creative you know it's like mm-hmm. Well, I can't film during the day. I have to film at night. How do I do this? And then, it, and I feel like it added to the story because that's just another gripe the character has, you know, mm-hmm. like some fucking piece of shit jammed gum in the locks, and now I can't open the thing, and I have to make a sign that says we're open and blah blah blah. Yeah. I assure you, we're we're open. open. Yeah. And then he gets asked like, every every customer walks in. You open? Yeah. Yes. And th- and then that's a running joke too. They're yeah. like, why do you smell like shoe polish? Because yeah. <laughs> he had to make the sign. Yeah. You know what um, I noticed? How many people bought cigarettes in that movie? Like yeah. every single customer, pack of cigarettes. Four year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Amelia, that's your cameo in my movie. <laughs> I'm all cigarettes. cut, and you're just like, what? I'm, I'm acting? Yeah. <laughs> it's all pack of cigarettes. It turns out I was Gary Oldman the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> in that uh, dwarf movie with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh, my God. That's. <laughs> That was uh, awful. Yeah, yeah. On Dark Side of the Mic, I did a a, a rant about whitewashing and, mm-hmm. and shit, but mm-hmm. that was just oh yeah offensive. Finally, <laughs> I get an opportunity to address something. And I know this doesn't really have anything to do with clerks, but like I know you're asking, like um, you're talking about like you know how it would be reversed if because uh, what was the scenario like a, they oh in a pet cemetery they yeah. cast a Victor a, Pascal a, was a black guy <coughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> they, they cast a black actor that was meant for or that was written for a white role mm-hmm. and you're like oh why aren't people you know people getting upset and blah 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 because it's the same thing <laughs> it's just white people aren't allowed to get upset anymore <laughs> well here, here here's the thing it's um th- and this is just my this is why I this is what I've heard and this is what I kind of agree with it's like um, the the system that we live in is dominated by white males. Every, most the majority of Congress, the majority of the senators, our president, they're white males. We live in the system where it's been dominated by white and, and and not to say that I have anything. You know, I don't want somebody listening to this and think, oh, like you're racist against white people. I'm not. I'm just trying to explain where these people, where this thought process is coming from. That's why a lot of people say reverse racism isn't real because. Um, white people were never enslaved. White people were never oppressed. White people don't get hired because of their color. Oh, hey. They're, they're getting into a race war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calico versus orange. <laughs> yeah, my cats are, are starting a fight right now. But anyways, that's that's what, why a lot of people say that reverse racism doesn't exist or things like that. You can't get mad because how many black roles or roles that were written for black actors were passed over for white people does that make sense i don't know how how many i I don't know but if you look back i can't imagine that happening very often well if you go back to this film which was um a lot of people cite as one of the the greatest uh films ever made um uh oh death of birth of a nation 
Have you ever heard of that film? No. Really old black and white film. It was like one of the first movies to use like wide angles and stuff like that. And back then people used to just shoot in close-ups. It's called Birth of a Nation. Um, blackface. A lot of the characters are white actors painted black. You know? That, that was a long time that ago. That was that like, was a long time that, ago. Back when but then, black but then as cinema rights, that was before the civil rights. No, no, yeah. But then um, as cinema evolved, then you had mm-hmm. black actors playing like these jive turkey roles. You know, this like this the, ra- the, this really black exploitation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 now that now we're living in a day and age where you have Asian actors, you know, in lead roles. You have people, and we talked about this with Harold mm-hmm. and Kumar too. But now we're definitely on the right track. For sure. But if you look back in history, you look back at, at, at an, an overall timeline, there was a significant period of time where these races, including Hispanic actors, um, were not cat or were typecast or were, were being looked over for these roles, you know. Mm-hmm. And even now, a lot of people, a lot I know a lot of people got upset about Jordan Peele saying, hey, I'm not going to cast a, a lead white guy, which I don't think he worded it. He should. I don't think he should have said it like that. But I get where he's coming from because you could literally look at the movie well, posters for the, every the context that he said it. Like, I think I don't think there was anything wrong with it. At yeah, all. it wasn't he a said, horrible thing. I don't want to cast a, a a white lead because I've seen that movie. Seen that movie, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what he yeah. means by that, if you go look at uh, go, literally Google twenty nineteen movies and look at all the posters and look at all the lead characters, they're gonna be you know. Hmm that that's just proof in itself and so like i said i think everything's going and I, we've talked about this before and like i've talked about how yeah. how if you want to see a re, your representation on screen you should write your own movie and put yourself in that movie and, and put it up there mm-hmm. um but yeah as as far as, as that thing i don't that's why a lot of people say hey you can't gripe about that because this has been going on for years in the opposite way and you know maybe the Maybe it's time we stop looking at color and just figure out who's right for the role. Because you know what I would love to see? I would love to see like a black Superman. I would love to see a black Batman or a Mexican Spider-Man or something like that. Like, let's just stop yeah. caring about the source material and the... and, and well, the, like Miles Morales, you know. No. Um, Oliver, get down. I would like to see a black villain for once. Get down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's okay. You, you want to see what? I would like to see a black villain for once. Uh, Electro, dude. (laughs) This guy. Electro was supposed to be one. That's funny. Um, But, but yeah, let's get back to Clerks. I just wanted to uh, talk to you about it because, like, I heard y'all. I heard y'all talking about that on the podcast Mm -hmm. and. Uh, like like everyone always says, like they hear people talking about stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I wanna I wanna give my two cents, and this is my my opportunity to do it." All right. I wanted to hear more about it, but then they cut you off. (laughs) <laughs> that shot's getting edward <laughs> no so yeah um b- back on track to clerks uh which right. you know talking about race i didn't really see any yeah, black people in that movie white, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the do what no yeah, there wasn't no not a single one but I, I don't think it, you know it wasn't like a, a thing on purpose like his his resources were limited and i know he he grabbed a lot of the actors yeah. from like a, a theater a big, and they were yeah. his friends it was like too. a black like, lung walt yeah. flanagan played like <laughs> it was a black lung but walt flanagan played like five different roles yeah, yeah. Uh, scott even Mosier scott Mosier, played, yeah you know um he was a snowball guy <laughs> yeah he was also that asshole that was up there talking shit while they were playing hockey Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then they did that awesome like cut where uh 
Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. He shaved or whatever, uh-huh. and, and you know, uh, uh, did what he did to, for for that role. But then, like at the same time, Snowball is down there on the ground too. Yeah, and so they cut like that. That was just like movie magic. Yeah, because you know, yeah. it's oh. the same guy. Well, yeah, I had no he, idea. When he yeah, when he went up and he threw and he gets the ball and or he gets up there and he throws it and then. Yeah. When they go back down, the, de- the dude's like, Whoa, fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> obviously those were oh, that's shot man. in two different, you know, mm-hmm. periods of time. Oh, but that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, li- I really like the way they did that. That was so cool. Um, um, I, 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 one thing I liked is were the, um, I guess like the little the, I guess they were like, I don't, I don't know what, really what to call them, but it was like the title little title cards with like uh, uh, de- yeah. words. And and I guess like the oh that the, like separated the movie yeah that's like yeah that cut the movie yeah whatever and it was like basically the definition of that word was really what was gonna happen in the next you know little sequence of the movie mm-hmm. vindication and uh, what was the last I can't one can't remember the other ones yeah uh, he uses some big old words yeah I've, I've always loved his uh, extensive vocabulary vocab um, I appreciate you know like the use of larger words you know yeah um, but yeah. Um, the dialogue is just great. Um, I was just surprised Dante and Randall had never worked together because they have some great chemistry. Oh yeah, like they they honestly seem like like they were friends. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, Dante is based on uh, like Kevin Smith himself, mm-hmm. and Randall is uh, based on his uh, friend uh, Brian Johnson, mm-hmm. and. Um, and like I, I listen to like uh, his his he has a podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave yeah and uh, <laughs> I, I definitely see a lot of a lot of Brian Johnson in the character of Randall which I mean Kevin Smith wrote the character for him you know mm-hmm. um, it's I don't know it was just um, it's they do they do have great great yeah. chemistry um, they they did that really well. Um, I one of my favorite parts of the movie, and I can't like I'm drawing a blank right now mm-hmm. as to like what he says, but he's like uh, what like position does not dictate. Um, oh, title does not dictate um, um, action. Yeah, action. Yeah. And he's all because he spits the water yeah, out yeah, at the client. Well, so yeah, yeah. yeah so they're like, arguing. I shouldn't be allowed to be doing this. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, they're arguing about his like his title. He's like, dude, you 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 work at the you're a clerk of the movie yeah. store you need to be over there you know and mm-hmm. and blah 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 and then he's just like well if that's true then i wouldn't have been able to spit this water out on this customer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 they have some really like deep uh um i i like i really like the ideas like so like for independent film obviously you know he couldn't do a whole lot uh that's why it takes place in you know a few locations mm-hmm. but mm-hmm where the the film in my opinion is is rich in it's it's rich in exploring ideas and um things that you know we all feel and think of i think everyone at one point in time has expressed some kind of uh discourse with their with their job right you know mm-hmm. you're you're unhappy with the decision your boss has made or you're you're unhappy with having to be at work mm-hmm. or do something you don't want to do and the film really i think it it, it elaborates on that and it goes in a, a deeper conversation yeah of that they sum it up with uh shit or get off the pot yeah exactly you know? and and yeah and, and the same thing with relationships it, yeah. it does that with relationships and and i i can relate to um you know what's his name feel, having feelings for two different girls and like you know hey you need to make a decision or you know and then silent bob comes in with it like 
you know he always has class he's like the yoda yeah Uh yeah he's like um you know not all girls bring you lasagna most of them just cheat on you (laughs) yeah and then even uh, even jay he's like and then that was the moment of clarity for uh dante Dante there yeah and even jay has some good advice yeah yeah. he was like yeah i always see her bringing you food and rubbing your back and didn't she change a tire for you yeah (laughs) and he says something i helped jack it up yeah Yeah. i jacked it up she just like removed the lug nuts and the tire I jacked it up. He's on. What did he say? He's on. Most girls just want drugs from me or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I have a lot of girlfriends. But most of them just want drugs. And poor Jay. He's like yeah. really a drug dealer <laughs> in real life. He's probably not even. He was just playing himself. <laughs> but yeah, he he got uh, pretty bad into drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's a, like he's like a off and on, off and on. Well, he's been sober for eight years now. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, that's good. Um, you could tell that shit took its toll why on him. Doing Jan Silent Bob reboot, um, he was wanting to do one for a while. I think uh, uh, nearly nearly the peak of his uh, his drug addiction was uh, around the time of uh, Jan Silent Bob Strike Back, where uh, he was just drunk and being an asshole all the time. Mm-hmm. And Kevin was almost done with him, but he fucking loved the dude. Um, he uh, there. They have a they have a podcast called Jan Silent Bob Get Old and mm. I listen to that too. Mm-hmm. And that that's basically a podcast uh celebrating or was it helps him maintain his sobriety. And they started it uh like eight years ago. Um but now he has he has a like a three year old kid and that's pretty much the reason why he stays sober now. Well that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, but w- at first it was the podcast. This is another good thing about podcasting is like it's a, like a, it's a way to like deal with shit. It's it's free therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah. There's been like traumatic events and shit. Oh, you didn't pay Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But taking traumatic events, I'll let my agent handle that into uh, uh, an entertaining story. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely helps um, in a lot of cases. But back to clerks. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I mean, but like that, that, that in itself is related to clerks because in, in many ways, filmmaking is therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith took his real, you know, obviously the film was extremely fictionalized, but he took really real aspects from his life, real things that he dealt with and thoughts and, and, you know, probably problems that he was processing and he put them on camera and, you know with with little budget and he made something that was very relatable that, and i think that's you know going back to the that that's what i think was part of the success of the film because even edward and i beforehand were talking and edward was like oh i'm, I'm dante i'm dante oh, he, like because yeah. you related you were relating to him you know he's like mm-hmm. i'm like him i'm the guy who's always at work and doing things i don't want to do and yeah. and i uh you know in, in classic fashion i disagreed and i was like fuck no you're randall you're always talking uh, shit <laughs> i think i'm randall outside of work right you're a little bit I would, of both i would love to be randall at work but, but that, um that's the beauty though you could be both you know everyone yeah. is everyone can be both mm-hmm. i don't appreciate your rouge yeah. <laughs> my what my what your ruse your cunning attempt to trick me <laughs> <laughs> i was just asking if any of these were any good <laughs> Poor old he's lady. Like, I hope you're happy. Happy about what? Or what he's like, he's like, I hope you're happy with the... Nothing feels better yeah. than pointing out the shortcomings of others. others. <laughs> See, That's you know? all Emilio at fucking Kreitz serving ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's better, sherbets or chocolate? <laughs> I, don't, he's like, I don't eat ice cream. 
reading a newspaper <laughs> uh, a newspaper the, with uh, a playboy uh, inside <laughs> i used to do the crossword puzzle on the green sheets mm. um <laughs> and uh yeah that'd be, that would have been great perfect well what about these two flavors oh they suck yeah <laughs> These are the same two flavors I asked you about. <laughs> oh. I like the 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 thing about the uh, guidance counselor. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, if your job was as meaningless as his, that's fucked. Crazy up. Too. It made me think about that. I was like, what does a guidance counselor? What are they supposed to do? Guide I had a, you? Oh, I had a guidance counselor like in what fourth fifth grade. But what were they there for? Um, I guess they, they to find cure you the, from like, stop burning buildings down. Three potential I figured, students. I was gonna say I figured they were there for like the bad kids. <laughs> they're like the no, like they're they're like handful of of students that are actually gonna be something. Uh, they you know kind of guide them in the right direction. The they must not been me. I never talked to. Them. <laughs> we must have slipped through those fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine. Uh, mine was a, kind of a dick to me in, in high school. Like, cause uh, I he showed you his what. <laughs> I, uh, I I wanted to get out of band uh-huh. and um, and I, I wanted to take something else. I wanted to be put in you were in band? class. Yeah, yeah, I played trumpet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Can we um, hear something? So um yeah, he he fucking um like put me in ROTC and oh okay yeah and I was like what the fuck is this yeah. and so like I go to the office and I'm like I'm not meant I'm not supposed to be in here mm-hmm. like I don't know why you did that <laughs> I don't know why you did it That's he's like you need to put some hair on your chest boy go march in the army that was the thing like yeah. I got out of band because I didn't want to be in like I didn't want to do marching season oh okay um, you like fucking motherfucker fucking put you in the military marching <laughs> that's like buzzy quick uh, uh, fucking football and joined cross country because he was running too much. Damn. <laughs> no, literally, that's his excuse. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> so he said he quit football and joined cross country because football made him run too much. Shit. <laughs> That's um, cross is. But uh yeah, cross going back country. to clerks, it's like that guy who's like, I heard you I heard you straight I heard you moan when you lifted that milk. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's he's straight. Straight. It's he's like, like a, a short uh expulsion uh, or uh expulsion of uh breath like in mm-hmm. yeah. to uh some something for your muscles. Even that like had like some thought, some intellect behind that. Well they and they and and like I mean I'm sure that this has happened, but nothing's more demeaning to be like um like obviously working at a job that you're not happy with, but then seeing like people that you know that you went to high school with oh, go yeah, in yeah. and they're all yeah, successful. He's making and, fun of them for being scrawny. Yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I, I fucked yeah. your girlfriend <laughs> while you were dating. Don't get mad. It was it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, don't let it upset you. You know, that guy, that same guy, Rick Darris, he's the cop that arrests. Yeah, and Jane uh, Silent Bob. Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. that. Sir, pull your fucking pants up. But you don't know what to what go back to what you were saying. You know what was embarrassing? It was like after our five year reunion, guess where everyone wanted to go eat? I didn't get to go. They didn't let me go on our on our float. Yeah, we were there serving them. Oh, it's okay, so you were there no. too. Yeah. So all of our fucking class comes in and they're like, they go to Kreitz. And I'm just there all sweating my ass off and they're like all in, you know, class of 05 shirts and shit. And I'm like, man, <laughs> fucking embarrassing, man. Both of y'all were there working. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> fucking embarrassing. It was, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine. Because you're talking about a train of like all your classmates just like getting food. They're all just fucking graduating yeah. college and shit. And like, like, yeah. You know, I just some gotta... of them you hadn't seen in so long. Yeah. And then so they're like. You hey, couldn't lie to going, them. You know? What have you been up to? Oh, I just got back from Bangladesh. I was working at a. I, just, ch- I, was, I was working. Backpacking across Europe. Europe. What have you yeah. been up to? Fucking here, working. Fucking slugging yeah. ashes around. <laughs> mopping up the fucking kreitz market (laughs) so so how's your stepdad he still have boundary issues (laughs) oh Oh, man but see like and then like i know i keep saying this but going back dude that's how fucking relatable that yeah yeah i get it oh yeah like if you've worked in the service industry this is your Mm -hmm. this is your movie or if you've just felt i feel like it's a um and i'm really drawn to movies like this because obviously i sympathize with those characters but like if you're just like lost in life and you don't know what you should be doing and you know you have more potential to do something better or more not even better just like something that makes you happy yeah. and there's and you're frustrated that's dante mm-hmm. you know his chick's trying to like you should be going to night school or whatever yeah. and he's just like he's, he's he's like he's happy he's comfortable yeah that's what it is and he's an intelligent guy I mean, like you're saying, he, they, both of them, both of them, Dante and Randall, are both smart guys. And oh yeah, <laughs> excuse me, I had a burp. Yeah, and uh, in the second movie, they they say like that they did go to college, but like they studied a, like a little bit in criminology. Oh it's yeah, like criminal criminology. Like, what are you going to be? Trying to be Batman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But um, yeah. Mo- so moving along with the movie um you know we see aspects of his life with his girlfriend coming in and out his friends you know he takes he kind of he's hung up on an ex he's hung up on his ex who um cheated on him eight times <laughs> constantly eight cheated right? on eight, him. eight and a half that's right <laughs> and that was part of her quote-unquote yeah. growing process yeah. and his current girlfriend sucked 37 dicks, dicks. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the funny part where he's all like, uh, uh, you know, because uh, he put it in a perspective. Yeah, he's like, he, she's like, you had to tell him. He put it into perspective for me. What did he say? At least he wasn't thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, Hell, yeah. No, at least he wasn't thirty-six. Or thirty-six. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. all. Oh, and then like, there's that part where he like walks out. Make sure you don't suck any dick on the way to your car, or right in the parking lot, or something. <laughs> and then that, that guy's just like, hey, you, you, get back. Here. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. starts following her, and he's like, hey, get back here. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That's just a bunch of little funny parts in that movie. Like, you know, the, the Gatorade. Like, You're if I got to give you, if I'm give you one, then everyone's going to want one. And later on, he's like, hey, give me a Gatorade. He's like, hey, what happened to all the Gatorade? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you take a Gatorade, everybody's going to take a Gatorade. One ball? <laughs> So I drove all, drove all the way down here for one ball. He, what is he? He yells. He's like, "Any balls down there?" And like Jason, oh, yeah, he's like, "This is the biggest pair you've ever seen in your life," or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and then Jane, Silent Bob, too, man, they're hilarious. Like they're just hanging around and they're just selling dope. Like, yeah. dude, that's their that's their workplace too. You know, like they work there too. And he's yeah. like, "What did I tell you about selling drugs around here?" Yeah, he's like, "I ain't selling." He's like, "That one dude's like, hey, what you got? What you need?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, it, it's a good movie, and and uh, it, I mean, it's rough. Like you know, it, it's it's rough, but overall, it's good, and I think it captured something that. Um, you know is is i guess you can say timeless in a sense because mm-hmm. it, it translates you know even now <laughs> i can still connect with it yeah you know what i was thinking i was thinking about is that part where they're driving to the funeral and he's all like uh he's talking about his cousin 
Right, it's his cousin that like tried to like blow himself. Oh, yeah, they always it's a it's a it's always a knock at Walter Flanagan. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, Walt Flanagan. Uh, just like in uh, in Mallrats, when he uh-huh. was talking about like my cousin Walter was on this plane, and then they just started going down, and then so he just whipped it out and started beating. Oh, <laughs> I never realized that. Yeah, it's yeah. They're always uh, whatever crazy story they have. It's uh, some guy named Walter. No, that's uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I never realized that. Uh, and then, and then uh, the paramedic revealed later that that was true. Um, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Like, yeah, um, this isn't. She's like, this isn't the most embarrassing thing. Uh, one time we uh, <laughs> we picked up a, a kid who broke his neck trying to give himself oral. Yeah, yeah. At the, yeah so his uh, his ex girlfriend who co- who comes back into his life and like wants to hook up with him and he's all for it. She ends up having sex with a, an old man who had a heart attack in the bathroom. Mm. While he was reading pornography. Yeah. <laughs> and the lights so had, don't turn on. So he had an erection that never, when he died, it just stayed up. And so she had sex with him because, yeah, the lights weren't working back there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so she ends up going insane. And then in uh, in his other movie, Chasing Amy, they reference that too. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I have to go back and watch it. Yeah. Oh, I saw Chasing yeah. Amy like once. Yeah, they talk about that. that. She's like, oh, you're, you know, so-and-so. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, did you hear her sister went crazy because she fucked a dead guy in the bathroom? Yeah, I think I, I think I know what part you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I love how they're all connected. Like, yeah, yeah, it know. takes place in the same universe. I I, I love that that he does that. Mm-hmm. That's so. I feel like that takes a lot of work to do. It's just like, it's it's not easy. But, um, Kevin and and also Kevin Kevin Smith's um filmography. I do feel like he did fall off a little bit. There was a, a period of. Well, yeah, I mean. Red State was amazing. Great, yes. Um, and he shied away from the, you know, the askew, askew view universe or whatever, mm-hmm. askew universe, whatever he calls it. Yeah. He he wanted to get away from that and do something different, and I think it yeah. worked. Red it's, State so was he's, great. He's Tusk was on, good. Um, he's working on the, the the True North trilogy, is what mm. he's calling it, and it's uh, it was it's Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and then Moose Oof. Jaws is coming out. Uh, Moose Jaws, Yoga yeah. Hosers was the, not the, the, my the hitch, cup of tea. Or the, the, the tagline for that is like it's like Jaws, but with a moose. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! And we Sounds might like see we might see shark. the death of uh, of either Jay or Silent Bob. What? No, I hope not. Yeah, That's we almost did. Something. He almost had a massive heart attack. Yeah, he he did have a massive. Oh <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like his LED or something or whatever they call it. The widow the maker. maker. Yeah, yeah. He had like eighty percent chance of dying. Damn, but crazy. he was like fortunate enough to be in a city where they had the best uh, heart hospital mm-hmm. like 30 minutes away or whatever mm. they took him there and they saved his life so that's crazy and yeah he's a vegan yeah <laughs> he's looking rough now i guess that's what vegan being vegan does to you well he lost a lot of weight i know I mean, he was a big guy yeah and he's older now yeah and he's older but yeah he looked like- wrinkly <laughs> Your face, when you lose a lot of weight and you're old, you're like gonna sag and wrinkle. <laughs> you're already gonna sag and wrinkle as you get older, and then he lost like a hundred pounds or something. Yeah. Um, I I started listening to his podcast to um, help me um, deal with like I guess to like suppress anxiety on mm-hmm. the road. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, I just had something to, you know, focus on that, that kept my mind in, in line. Cause you know, with anxiety, you, you, you're just all over the place. Right, right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and like one of, one of my anxieties is, is like, like my internal health. Like I'm like, Oh shit, my heart could go out anytime. Mm. And, uh, and so like 
everything was working. I was, you know, having, you know, great drives, rides to work and all that. And, uh, then, then Kevin Smith has his heart attack. And then on the three different podcasts that I listened to, he just talks about it. Won't shut up about it. And it fucking drives my anxiety up the wall. Uh, I have to, I have to just like shut it off for a little bit. Yeah. It oh, triggers man. it. You're it like, sucks. Yeah, it gets like, you thinking about really it. Really counterproductive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, it's been over a year now and um, he hasn't really mentioned much of it. Well, let's change the subject. <laughs> uh, let's talk about external health. This fucking sexy motherfucker to the left of me over here. No, yeah, don't get me love. started. We'll go for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, let, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, overall, let's, you know, final thoughts on Clerks, Emilio. I just uh, I enjoy it, man. Uh, the writing is great. Um, they they did the best they could with uh, as little as they could uh, with you know uh, the little that they had. I mean, um, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, which is uh, <laughs> it's still not chump change. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. It's, I don't think I could piss away. I mean, dude, I want to be a filmmaker, and honestly, like I don't think I could just throw twenty thousand dollars into a movie, yeah. which is probably my problem. You'd really have to like, you'd really have to like get connected and find somebody that's that's willing to, yeah, you know, see potential in it. But nowadays, you I can mean, make a movie for far how, less. How much did it make uh, in theaters, Clerks? Um, mm. I don't know. Probably as much as uh, Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Fucking um, quick, uh, quick box office mojo search. Yeah, I'm gonna guess. It was, if it cost twenty thousand, did it go to theaters? I think it had a, a theatrical release. I wish Mister Moneybags over here would invest in my movies. <laughs> uh, it probably, I'd say, it made domestic like, three three point one million dollars. Oh wow! Oh shit! But that's over the lifetime, so that I think that includes. Well, I don't know. It, it it could, but maybe not. Oh, it, production budget was twenty seven thousand. It made over three point one million dollars. Nice. And I, don't, I think that's just domestic box office. I don't think it ever went overseas. Mm. I don't think that includes DVD sales either. Not, not a bad chunk of change. No kidding. And then just, I mean, looking at the, um, just the percentage of, you know, that's, that's nuts. Yeah. Hopefully he got a good deal on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Edward, any, any final thoughts on clerks? Uh, it's a really good movie for anyone who just wants to laugh. I, I go back and watch it. Like, I, I watched it this week. I hadn't seen it in a while. I, I still love it. It's just one of those movies, like I said, Dante and Randall. Especially uh, especially Randall. He has some funny one-liners, and it's it's just it's just funny. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just makes me think. I guess because I work with Buzz. It just <laughs> makes me think of him. Just He's just a person that can't deal with customers. He hates people, but he has to go to work. And just the shit he says to customers is so funny. Does he really? Oh, oh no, I'm just no, but but oh, but, but oh no, yeah, yeah, Randall. I'm saying like level like he tells it when you can't come, you can't shop here anymore. You know what I'm saying? Never rent here again. You suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he gets all mad and she's already gone. <laughs> you can't rent uh, here anymore. I mean, I, I, like, yeah. I, I give props to people who who can go to work and aren't afraid to speak their mind. Because I like me, I'm just like man, I'm trying to keep this job. Cheat, 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 cheat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, 
Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. My final thoughts, I really enjoy Clerks. Kevin Smith is a huge inspiration to me and hopefully my future career as a filmmaker. Uh, So tune in next time when we take you guys back to the feature.